0: Beef, 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 Danny, Stephen just came up with a great name for the baby.
1: It is Season 3, Episode 28 of the Whales are Whales pod. Cats, yeah, where members friends and family of the whales and whales network gather around once a week to talk about things i'm your host brian and joining me today is my brother and co-host ben hello ben how are you doing today
0: brother brothers in spirit man i'm doing great how are you
1: um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting hungry, but I'm holding it here. I had like a 30-ounce smoothie earlier, so I think I'm going to be okay for at least through this episode. Okay,
0: uh, I, I, I believe in you, man.
1: I had to watch Abigail eat a delicious salad nec- uh, next to me. I actually had the ingredient list of the entire salad, but we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> that was that was hard to watch because um, it looked really good. But I, I'll, I'll make it through this. Um, also joining us today is Abigail, who's sitting on the couch next to me. Hello, Abigail.
2: I would burp, but I can't.
1: All right, and also joining us is Stephen. Hello, Stephen.
3: I can burp, um, not on also, command. That's what people call nor you. Nor would I wish to.
1: Okay, that, yeah, that's actually very polite of Hello, you. Hello, I speak burp English. Anyone.
0: Hi, <laughs> me too. I've heard that it's a um, difficult language. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. So, first. funny story about. Funny story about last week, I don't. I forget if we said this on the podcast or not, but Stephen and myself were like, hey, we're going to start actually showing up each week for the podcast, and we are going to also start editing them, and maybe we'll keep the shows a little bit shorter and a little bit uh, choppier, but other than that, you know, we're going to start doing this commitment. The very first week, we did show up for the podcast, but Stephen was unable to edit it for like two weeks. <laughs>
0: Oops. It's so, all good, man.
1: Yeah, we skipped last week's because we could put up the episode for the week before that. Um, but now we're all caught up again. I hope everyone enjoyed that brilliant story time, which I actually still need to go back and listen to. Um, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, that, that's that's what we have going on. So, Steven, how did you enjoy getting back in the editing chair for that episode?
3: You know what? Um, I really enjoyed it until I realized that I couldn't finish it on time. Then it became a hard, stressful burden around my neck.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, man.
3: So are you looking forward to editing again? Yeah, definitely. So All right, I realized that I can't do that one. And... <laughs> gotta, gotta but yeah, it was, it. I'm glad I like jumped back in with story time because it mm-hmm. really brought me back to the old days. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, now I remember how to do this. Yeah, it was a... Was it a good story
1: time? I was going to say um, it was, and then I wasn't sure.
3: Well... It always depends. Was it a good story time upon recording? No, 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 no. <laughs> was it a good story time when all was said and done? Yeah, I think it was great.
1: Okay, I, I want to get that. I heard little bits of it when you're editing it, and it was pretty darn funny. <laughs> so I, I do want to go back to it and hear the whole thing. Um, but yeah, we're going to start things out here, kick things off here, run off from the goal line here. What are other metaphors, Stephen?
3: Um, the early bird gets the worm. We're you gonna know. early bird gets the worm here. We're gonna
2: here. hit the ground running.
1: We're gonna hit the ground running here. We're gonna hit the.
2: We're gonna jump on the tracks. And we're gonna, gonna jump get, on the train tracks choo, and get choo, choo, and go
1: choo. exactly that with what's up with the whales? What's um, up with the
2: whales? Oh. Sorry, we never had an intro.
1: That's true. Yes, was that Stephen or Ben? That was that me. Was oh,
0: hey Ben. Oh, uh, I was—I was just saying, ooh, to Abigail. Oh, That, like, okay. that was solid.
1: It was good. <laughs> well, I'm gonna take that as the equivalent of raising your hand. We're <laughs> gonna start with you, Ben. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what's up with Benjamin?
0: I move on Friday, and on Friday, which means today—today today when it comes out, it will soon it well, Oh, it comes you out. mean next week? <laughs> no, I—I I, I move on uh, the first of the month. Um, so that's—that's nice. that's exciting. We've been packing all week, uh, just getting ready Woo-hoo. for baby. Getting
2: That's ready for baby. So exciting!
1: That's pretty good. You're not gonna um, name
3: your baby baby, are you?
2: Danny. Baby. Steven baby
0: just came up with a great baby. name for the baby. <laughs> I don't want no this. I mean, it's gonna get real
1: awkward when he grows
0: up. <laughs> I um, mean, it, it's gonna be even worse if it's gonna be a boy. It's like, yep. hey, baby. <laughs> okay.
3: But I hear if, Danny? If, if anyone writes a pop song about your baby, then it's gonna <laughs> oh, go in. It's already well. pre-written. <laughs> Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, but that's pretty exciting. So
1: you have a house selected out, I assume, if yep. you're going to be moving that quickly.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, we've uh, we've got. I, I'm sitting in a in a room that no longer has any shelves or couches. It now just has mm-hmm. boxes. Like the office
2: how... is. Wow, you transform your shelves and couches into boxes. Tell me how that works.
0: Um, tra- transmogrify. Transmog. That's that's the correct spell, right?
3: Yes, I believe so. Okay. In, in world of warcraft it makes your your boring things look like fun things.
0: Okay, so yeah. Because all know
3: boxes are way more entertaining than anything else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, it's by process of uh, breaking down the shelves and then putting them into boxes. That's pretty great.
2: That's way boring. Okay, well, so
3: what is your new house like? I, I haven't heard anything about it. Describe oh, your yeah. new house in three words.
2: Walk us what through is the address? Like, How do we
1: drive there? <laughs>
2: Please tell everyone. Hey. Virtual tour. Give
0: um, me the address in three words. <laughs> so, well, guys, we'll do this like we're playing D&D, all right? Okay. So, walk Okay, hold on, hold on,
3: hold on, hold on. I want to be the healer. That's fine. You can be the healer. Okay, let's go. I want to be a paladin.
0: So you drive up on this road.
3: I need you're... a few hours
1: to get my character sheet. <laughs> All
3: right, guys, guys hush! Are you hush the, D- the DM, DM is taking that over. Was the I'm the one that broke the game. <laughs>
1: All right, Ben, go for it. We drive right. up. I am All All invested. Right.
3: <laughs> so
0: you're driving along this road, and and it's a, it's a pretty nice area of town. There's like nice. big houses on either side, um, uh-huh. and you drive past that to like the end of this particular subdivision, and you come across like some townhouses and quadplexes, um, and off to the right you see. Your, you see your target. It's a little quadplex um, that is split into four quadrants: top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. And you know that your goal is the bottom left of this particular this particular quadplex. So okay. you, you pull up into the driveway, which is just a long, it, it, it's a, just gravel all along the front of this long house because it, it's long and squat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you walk around the left side of the house. And you're now down, like below, like because this is like mostly submerged into the into the side of the hill. Um, so you're you're walking actually down and around, and you come in through the front. What is the front door to the, this particular house? You open it up, and what you see is like a living room, and it I cast magic missile. Uh, okay, roll for <laughs> roll for initiative.
3: Um,
1: two. What are you rolling against? The couch?
0: Yeah, the couch. Um. <laughs> So anyway, you, uh, it, it's, it's about 35 to 40 feet back, um, and this room is uh, split in half. Um, half of it is the kitchen, half of it is the living room. Um, off to the left uh, is the bathroom and a little hallway, and then the two bedrooms. Okay. That is it. So what, what do you want to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, that's a pretty good nice. description of what, what it is. So how do you like it compared to your current house? It's smaller in size by a little bit. But uh, it has two it. separate, re- yeah, because like the bathroom's a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, the kitchen is quite a bit smaller. Um, yeah, you guys have a
1: huge bathroom. In that
0: we have house. a massive bathroom, really large kitchen, and we're not utilizing most of that space. Um, but yeah. it has two separate, two totally separate bedrooms, which is kind of the thing we're most That's pe- most excited about.
3: In case yeah, friends exactly. come to stay there, for example, such as friends. yeah, up and
0: up until <clears throat> up until Baby Smith.
3: <laughs> um, in which
0: case, it's, it's his bedroom. Or or her, we don't know. He can't sleep on the couch. Gosh darn it! What a demanding baby. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, but anyway, so we're uh, we're really excited about it. Um, I don't want to talk too mm-hmm. much about you know housing. We are yeah. really excited. It's we had a budget of like two hundred and fifty dollars more than we're currently pay- paying.
2: Uh huh. Um,
0: and we ended up only spending fifty dollars a month more to get this place, so, like, it was a, it's a really good deal, and we could have, we could have chosen other places that had really large basements, or, like, other, like, maybe, like, two huge rooms, and, you know, just a lot more space. We are staying economical. Yeah, but we were, like, well, for what we're getting, and, like, we, like, especially, it it comes with everything that we need, and it allows pets, which is huge. Oh, that's nice. That's great, Mm -hmm. so do you guys have a yard? Uh, kind of, I mean, we have, like, a backyard patio that goes out to a tree line, um, it, the tree line's probably like so. If you if you exit out of the room and you look forward, the tree line is about sixty feet away. What do okay. you want to do?
3: Hmm. <laughs> I'd like to roll a perception check on that couch. Still don't trust it.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> no, you sure you don't want to run, run a uh, sense motive check on
0: that
2: couch? It's is a little more
0: pertinent. Yeah, because it's gonna it's
1: gonna take like a to
2: bite out of you. I would like to walk up and introduce myself to the couch. <laughs>
0: All right. All so right. We walk That's up great. Say... <laughs> anyway, yeah, we can stop with that I bit. Have very um, high but yeah, no, it's it's a great little place. It's got a, the only thing it's missing um, is a dishwasher. That's the only amenity that we would have wanted. That it's not. But I actually get faster internet speeds there, so I'm happy to trade Ooh. a dishwasher for that.
2: That's a pretty nice trade off. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Because like we get um, we get 125 down right now, and we're gonna have 400 yeah. down at my new place, which I'm because so now you can just use about. your
1: faster internet to look up how to hand wash dishes, and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've talked a lot, but that's the, yeah, we're moving into a, a new house on in two days. So uh, wow. I, I'm surrounded by boxes and everything is falling apart at the house.
1: Well, congratulations, Ben. Um, good luck surviving that. Moving is annoying. Do you have people who can help you?
0: Um, Kind of, yeah. Like <laughs> we've got two other friends of ours, like a couple friends of ours that are also, like they are also pregnant. Like one of them is mm-hmm. 10 weeks ahead of us. The other is 10 weeks behind us. I know when um, I'm moving, I look for pregnant women first. Yeah, to I know. Well, the <laughs> like, it's the thing that like, I just helped one of them move like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and so like, I have people that I'm going to be asking, but it's one of those things that like, even if I promise pizza and beer, you can't really guarantee that anyone's going to show up. So yeah,
2: that's, that's the worst. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, I, I think the worst
0: one. part, I think the thing I'm most frustrated about is having to rent a U-Haul.
2: If you uh, delay your move into October, I'll totally be down for helping.
0: <laughs> you guys are so yeah, sweet. Just... Actually, knowing us, um, we may we may have you guys help us unpack, like, the last couple boxes whenever you come down. And visit. That would be great.
2: <laughs> hey, I'm I... great at cleaning. Yes, I,
0: I am involved. involved. Aw. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Um,
2: but, yeah, for anyway,
0: sure. so that's, that's what's up with me. I don't want to take all of the time. I feel bad already. Sure.
1: I just had to check in on two quick things, Ben. Okay. How much alcohol... Have alcohol have you consumed over the last two or three weeks
0: two or three weeks yeah oh geez okay so i had an entire bottle of wine on monday um because i was packing and that those two things go well together um (laughs) like it pairs really well with a a are you sure the right stuff is in the right boxes at this point (laughs) Uh, it doesn't matter you just got to get it to the new house (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh,
1: gosh, you don't know how to pack, Ben.
0: No, I'm, right. I, I'm kidding. Everything is labeled and stacked <laughs> okay, very nicely. Okay, good. Um, but, yeah, so I've had uh, an entire bottle of wine and a six-pack of Fat Tire, which is a Belgium ale, and it's delicious. Okay. Um, so and the I, answer
1: is quite a bit.
0: Over the la- Well, it's been over the couple weeks. Like, th- this is less than a drink a day.
1: Okay. Okay, so you're doing okay. And how much League of Legends have you played?
0: Oh, man. that Don't ask that. Oh, ben, no. Ben, right.
1: how much League of Legends have you played?
0: Oh, no. I... I have fallen back in
1: i roll a perception check
0: you... <laughs> uh you're nat 20 i've played a lot of league of legends <laughs> oh, uh, man we
1: we're keeping you away for a while man we we're giving you the nicotine patch of heroes yeah well you guys your... just
0: stop playing games with me i get pubg mm-hmm. i don't can't play get with to my me. desktop what'd you say
1: i can't get to my desktop computer between me and it is a flood
0: Oh, I forgot about that. By the way, (laughs) that's a really good transition. Uh, What's up with the whales? What's up with the three of you that are in Texas? Are you guys dead yet? Yes.
1: Mm, So I'm rolling a protective check. Yeah, so I'm sure anyone listening knows about Hurricane Harvey at this point. Um, Steven, give a dramatic rendition of your experience with Hurricane Harvey.
3: Um, Dramatic? Well, okay, so you walk into a room, (laughs) and it's mostly filled with water and you realize that's pretty much everybody's house right now. Um, it's a fun thing. No, it's not. It's horrible. Uh, Brian is in San Antonio. I think we should mention that first. Uh, Abigail and Brian, you're, you're on the same mic, um, yep. for those yeah. who haven't picked up on that yet. You're both still in San Antonio. You're, you're yep. not supposed to be there anymore. I've been here for a week.
1: I was planning to be here for two or three
2: days. Uh-huh. Yeah, I oh, was supposed no. to be in Florida right now
3: yeah but i'm i'm here on beef i shouldn't say that i'm here in houston um i'm not gonna tell you my neighborhood everyone um i'm just did (laughs)
0: we'll go censor that out
3: i can edit it out um okay i'm here in houston it's actually funny i i slipped up and just said the neighborhood because i've been talking about this so much it it feels like the world has grown smaller over these past i guess it's it's just been five days at, at the recording of this um right where uh, I, like the best way I can, I can explain it, I think this is how I explain it to you, Brian, is we have a neighborhood um, like social media network um, that it's sort of like Facebook, but for the immediate vicinity. And that's uh-huh. usually filled up with people, you know, looking for lost dogs, complaining about HOA yeah. violations, um, you know, borrowing cups of sugar, neighborly things like that. Right. And overnight, it's turned into, does anyone have a boat? My parents are stuck on their roof. Um, has anyone been down this road today? It was flooded last time. I'm wondering if it's safe. Does anyone know if a grocery store is open and if they have food in it? Like, it's, it like went from right. zero to post-apocalyptic in no time. It's been crazy. Yeah, mm.
0: it's, oh, go ahead, Ben. I, I, I just,
3: I had a couple questions, if you don't mind me asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Have you guys moved into your new place yet on your own? No, we're still in our old okay. neighborhood. And and has and has your guys' houses like has has there been any flooding like actual flooding inside your house in your particular neighborhood?
3: Amazingly no. Um we've been in this neighborhood for almost 20 years now. We've been through a hurricane or two in the past. Um but you know, like people are say, oh, this is the, the, the something that won't happen but once every 50 years or once every 100 years. And th- sort of the, the label for Harvey is this is once every 800 years. It wow. is literally, it, it is, I think it's the biggest flood since potentially like 200 years before the founding of our country. So it's, <laughs> it's a pretty big one. Um, But amazingly, our neighborhood is just in the sweet spot where it's not close to any creeks or any areas where the water is going to flow down into it, where almost every single house in our whole neighborhood was dry and safe. And we even had power through the entire ordeal, which is amazing. Yeah, we have an amazing
1: storm drain system where the streets, between every break of rain, they would completely go down a water level every
3: time. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, But that said, like the things you're seeing on the news, um, I mean, I'm sure they're, you know, sensationalized to an extent but it's pretty much true it really is happening entire roads and neighborhoods are underwater and people are you know hundreds of people are streaming into houston with boats so they can navigate the streets it's yeah it's really
1: bizarre for me because i'm seeing these videos i i'm not been to houston since any of the flooding i was gone before it even started um and so i'm seeing these videos of the kroger we shop at and our church and our uh local ymca just underwater like two two feet of water just over everything um
3: Not and it's really surreal feet. like if you look in front of our local kroger um yeah it that's more than two feet that's got to be okay like it came up like, to
2: the, it, it came up to the <clears throat> basically inside the engine of a truck from yeah. when I when i saw You're that right. video like it was yeah. if i had walked through it my knees would have been soaked yeah
0: the entire
1: so, parking lot yeah
0: mm-hmm. and, and sorry like i know that i I don't live anywhere near there um but i've been editing video of it ever since it oh, happened yeah. and so like I, I also have been talking with our meteorologists um so like every time i see a texas package i'm like oh man i i think about you guys and i uh steven yeah. I, I like it it might be interesting to listen to this at some point in the future and just like it, you know hear what you guys are saying about harvey while you're in the moment um but steven i really appreciated your uh your tweet the other day um like I hadn't talked to you guys in a little bit, but it was it was you oh, just tweeted you just tweeted out like, Hey, yeah,
3: guys, Brian and I are we're safe. We're okay. Yeah, you forget yeah. about that because like I said, it feels like the world kind of shrinks. I you just people, neighbors that you never talk to are suddenly your information highway. Like everyone right, yeah. bands together and shares advice and ideas and yeah. helping each other. I and, remember that. And then you kind of forget that mm-hmm. everyone who isn't in your neighborhood or isn't in in Houston is like, Whoa, what did they drown are they okay (laughs) yeah right i remember that happening
1: on a minor level even with our there was a ton of flooding in our area last year the worst we'd had Mm -hmm. since we moved here um and i remember how much yeah we were all just like sharing information and stuff to try to figure out what was flooded and what wasn't who needed help etc i did not expect worse flooding to come the next year um like by magnitudes worse um but it's been crazy it's it's interesting to me to see all the response um To this, And, you know, there are lots of stories and stuff about people coming together and stuff. And it makes me think, like, it's funny because in a lot of fiction about post-apocalyptic, it's always like once, you know, stress hits, humans are going to fall apart and all fight for the resources and murder each other. You look at Walking Dead or anything like that. It's always about, you know, how humans become horrible to each other when push comes to shove. But it's interesting when you look at a lot of disaster that happens, the exact opposite happens um maybe the disaster is not bad enough to the point to push us to that level but mm-hmm. you see people yelling at each other on facebook about minor political points and then when disaster strikes them actually being much better at cooperation and i feel like that isn't nearly as often showed in how media portrays disaster that's right. a
3: great point brian and actually something that made me sound really like i was gonna fight with you brian but <laughs> um, i i definitely have felt that and weirdly enough even though like you know, it's it's been bad news for a lot of people. People have been driven out of their homes, and it's been scary and chaotic. And I mean, not just the actual flooding, but there was the hurricane that swept through, and there were about five tornadoes that touched ground uh, near yeah. our our house recently. It's been you know the skies were dark and rainy for four days straight. Um, but I actually feel better about the world after this. Uh, weirdly. Uh huh um just because it it felt like i don't know like i said when i kind of said said that it, the world grew smaller it kind of blocked out the noise that was constantly flowing from this this overarching conversation above our heads on the internet just constant arguing and fear and blaming and taking sides and fighting back and forth and suddenly it was just like we all turned that off because we didn't have time for it and uh-huh. just talked to each other literally here like on our own networks and in person and mm-hmm. i don't know it's like you kind of start to mistrust everyone around you especially you know living in in texas after the recent election you're like are all these people it's just <laughs> t- terrible but no like they're not terrible they're they're people they're really really good people actually and there's been a little bit of looting and there's been mm-hmm. you know scams going on here and there for you know Collecting supplies, but most of it has been people being extremely, extremely generous and caring, and it's been really good. Yeah. yeah That's good absolutely. to hear.
0: And I had a, one other question <clears throat> Is San Antonio in any danger like paths right now?
1: <laughs> like the amount of <laughs> not was insane. When, when it was coming, we were like, okay, we're going to stay at our friend The friends I'm staying with were like, let's just stay in their house, hunker down. They're on a hill. We'll stay here for a couple of days. We'll probably get, you know, the streets will get flooded in. We got, like, light rain for a day and a half. Nothing around here flooded. It no was, crazy winds. It was
2: incredibly anticlimactic here. Because, yeah. like, what happened was Hurricane Harvey was heading straight for San Antonio, and, like, it veered to the right and just sat on Houston, basically. Yep. We uh, got a
1: little bit of the green bands around the edge of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Other than that, nothing.
2: Yeah, and San is kind of, like, known for flooding just because we're a desert, so nothing so- soaks in. But we're yeah. also mm-hmm. filled with hills. So, like, unlike Houston, which if you go there, it is entirely flat. Yeah, you will not see any variance. But in San Antonio, there are a lot of hills, so a lot of us didn't have any worry at all. The flooding
1: areas are isolated
2: because they're yeah, they're very small areas up north in New Braunfels. Had gets a lot worse flooding than we do down here. Um, so it actually wasn't that bad at all. Like, we were still able to go out and do stuff. Uh, I think the big thing that's going on in San Antonio is I I think that we're taking in a bunch of refugees. Because the place that got hit the hardest by Harvey was Corpus Christi, Mm -hmm, which is a few hours away from us. That's right on the coast. It's right on the coast. Hurricane Harvey hit as a category four to them and just demolished their entire town, basically. Um, So I think that San Antonio is taking in a bunch of refugees right now, but we are not experiencing, like we had maybe like, I think one traffic light went down or something like that. It was not a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, okay.
1: it was really interesting to see, though, because we actually heard about it originally, um, like, before it was in any news stories, because we had a client that was uh, that works in the oil industry, so they, they get daily super detailed weather reports, um, and they were going on a trip, and they're like, hey, it looks like there's this kind of storm brewing in the Gulf, it's not very big yet, like, it might be a tropical storm or something hitting, so we're wondering if we should delay our trip. But and if, was you, like but if three... you, like,
3: scroll down through that report that they forwarded to yeah. us... You'd see, you saw, like, oh, it's going to be a tropical storm or tropical depression heading in, you know, the mm-hmm. somewhere between Galveston and Corpus Christi. And then it's like, but if this, 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 and this, and this happens, it could, you know, potentially be a Category 3 hurricane. You never know.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we knew about it, like, way before anyone was talking about it. And we kind of had our prep going and we're like, okay, that, that probably won't be much, though um and then i just watched it and i'm like well i'll go to san antonio and it won't be a problem and i just watched the danger level ratchet up and ratchet up and ratchet up Mm -hmm. over the next three or four days in a few
2: hours it went from a tropical storm to like a category two or three
1: yeah it was crazy seeing people and how it hit it wasn't it was a large storm for sure larger than we've seen in a long time but not large enough to cause the type of damage it it did to houston but apparently what happened if you look at like the The time lapse radar of the storm itself as it got caught between two pressure points and basically had no movement. It was literally just sitting over Houston. It went from like six miles per hour to five to four and just got slower and slower to where basically the whole hurricane throughout its whole course, Houston was raining the entire time. At least one part of the hurricane was always on top of Houston as it just slowly inched across the the land. So Houston had like like
2: trillions and trillions and trillions of gallons.
1: It was like. 50 inches of rain or something and that's like how much water Houston normally gets annually all in like right. 3 or 4 days. Um
3: See, so it was just like the perfect you storm. You'd be on your porch watching the street turn into Venice before your mm-hmm. eyes and just hoping that it just stops raining and every drop that comes down from the sky all day for 3 days just you know is just contributing to, to destroying your house. Yeah. Wow. That's it's, that's crazy. I mean,
1: it must so Steven I'm curious like what was it like during the storm like was it did it feel confining did it feel like were there winds everywhere like what did it feel like just sitting in that much rain for that long was it just kind of steady slow rain because i didn't experience any of that thunder and lightning and trees Um,
3: crashing or what well from from my perspective um it was usually it would go in bursts where you would Mm -hmm. have especially at nighttime you'd have these torrential down downpours and everything would start to fill up, and right when I started getting really worried because our yard never floods, you know that the backyard mm-hmm. was beginning, the water was lapping at our uh, walls, like it made it up to the house, yeah, and that had never happened ever. Um, but then mm-hmm. it would stop, and everything would start to, at least in our area, everything would start to drain for a couple of hours, and we'd get just a drizzle for a couple of hours and then it would come back and everything would rise back up. So it was a really tense couple of days where we're just like, who knows how bad this is going to get. Um, and there's nowhere we can really go. Cause everywhere is flooded. And what good would that do? Like, like we have two stories. We're going to be okay, but you know, you don't really want water sloshing around your house. No, we would have had so much stuff that got ruined. Yeah. Um Yeah. So, so it was very, you're, I think confining is a good way to put it because you can't go anywhere yeah. you know everyone is powerless to stop it and you're just hoping it stops raining
1: yeah that's that's pretty intense so you've i i almost regret not being there for it because it just seems like an experience to be there doing something like that <laughs> being here is just the most boring anticlimactic thing ever all we could really do is worry about what's going yeah. on in Houston yeah. and have uh, uh, Melissa, our friend, just show me Facebook pictures of stuff underwater. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
2: and just yes. be like, oh. It's weird because, like, so I have this weird emotional attachment to what happened because I grew up in Houston and I lived there for, uh, like, 11 years. And I haven't lived there for the past six or something, but I've been going back more and more recently. So, like, the parts of Houston that have become, like, home in my mind have been the parts that the Kellys live because that's where I've been going more and more often. And so I have this weird, like, strange detachment, but at the same time, strange, like, sadness, seeing all this happen. And I'm like, all these things are destroyed that I kind of barely know, but this is still my home, and I don't really know what I'm supposed to feel about this right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, sitting here safe and dry in it's my new really home in San Antonio. It's just like, I don't know, I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's I mean, been really surreal. It was surreal. weird
3: for me, just because... In uh, like I'm surrounded by floods and I'm surrounded by rising waters and people's houses being and destroyed, your house is fine and just the power doesn't go out and our power mm-hmm. always goes out like yeah if, I don't know how like, that didn't happen if it's like a, a like summer storm our power goes out but no our power did not go out we had um, no flooding we our our streets in the neighborhood were clear so at some point we just became like the look we have we have all of the power literally come. Here, if you need help <laughs> like mm-hmm. if anyone yeah. needs something we kind of can't do anything but we have every normal yeah. amenity i stocked up on food the night before so and that's been a weird experience like you just can't really <laughs> buy food that's not completely flooded out it's yeah. crazy
1: um and we're going to find a new place to shop for a while no yeah, kroger man.
3: I'm so sad. Good.
1: Grocery store.
3: Really connect these like pictures of floods. It doesn't quite make sense until you look at a video of someone you know wading through the parking lot of the place you go every day, and it's like this yep. this water wasteland. Yeah, seeing yeah. the the church
1: underwater was crazy. Oh, we went God. there every oh, Sunday for years and like, years and years. Local, and
3: just, like the um, local. Uh, pastor leader man, <laughs> what do they call priest? <laughs> priest. Uh, <laughs> pastor wait, leader man. You, about do you Joel
2: know
3: how Oste? long it's been since he <laughs> yes Joel. Osteen. Joel Osteen. <laughs> but himself.
2: He came down.
1: Yeah. He apparently is taking a ton of flack for not opening his church to people, but I don't know if that's because the roads are flooded or something. But I just saw that people were so angry at him.
0: Well, but it's because like, he opened it. He opened like they op- He opened it earlier today or last night, and mm-hmm. they're like, "What?" And everyone is yelling at him for not opening it earlier. Which, like, he said that, like, they weren't, like, they didn't, like, their doors have always been open, but they weren't advertising it because they're, like, the streets were flooded, but everyone's arguing. It's, it's not, it's a a non-story. That's what I thought, too. It's one of those, it's one of those, like,
1: misunderstandings that people are then like, we should get angry about this because I don't have all the facts, but the ones I have make me really angry. Yeah, it's
3: a, that's just kind of contributing to that whole thing where you'll have arguments and controversies and yelling mm -hmm. breakouts. Across the nation, about what should have happened in Houston, what didn't happen. And when you're actually here, it's just like, guys, stop, not stop yelling, stop fighting, just shut up. Just, we're all working together. Just, it really doesn't matter. Like, when you're actually here dealing yeah. with it, it's just like, just stop. Those are the
1: things that are like, sort that out later. Yeah, we're all like, right now. No, Whether, no, that didn't happen. Tell me, just stop it. Tell me, is the church open or not? Like, that's what I need to know. Yeah. If it's exactly. not, we'll deal with it. Yeah. But yeah, it was super strange seeing the church. I don't know how they're going to rebuild or, or do anything with that. But, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's what's up with the whales here. We're oh, I'm being sorry our show is not funny animals.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're
1: being even more like aquatic animals than ever. <laughs> so uh, we're going to jump into kind of an extension of what's up with the whales with our segment this week. <clears throat> what? Are we the doing epi? more ranker? No, this, the segment this week is food time where we chew the fat about edible stuff. And this is an exciting special edition week. Because Steven has a big big announcement to make dun, 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 dun. on the whales on Whales podcast.
3: That's right guys. I'm eating for two. Oh my god. <laughs> and I actually that was really but, what, good. what I mean by that is I'm trying to eat more than usual cuz I'm trying to gain weight. But yes, I'm trying to gain weight. I'm, I'm I've always been underweight. But here's the thing and I don't this is going to shock a lot of people.
1: So this started when you were coming to me, and I'm like, Hi, Steven, how are you? And you're like, I'm sickly and dying. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Steven, let's talk about... Listen, I can't help you figure out if this is a bone degenerative disease. I can't help you figure out all this stuff, but I can help you with what I do know, and that's like general nutrition, diet, fitness stuff. So we started talking about
3: that, mm-hmm. and I'll
1: let you pick up the story from here. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And Because I have, I have been having a lot of problems medically recently i mean i'm not going to say that i was like shriveled and curled in a corner and all skin and bones and dying but i kept muttering precious to myself (laughs) so i think maybe that could have been the case um but i don't want to get into all that stuff because it's i just am so i don't want to talk about it yeah Uh, no we're not here to talk about that the point of the story is I needed a way to uh, rebalance my diet and my nutrients to get a good, healthy lifestyle going that I could stick to consistently that would help me gain um, and put on weight and muscle um, from exercise to eating right. So this isn't going to shock anyone, but bin, because I, you, you guys already know about it, but um, through the wise counsel of Brian and through realizing the harsh realities of life, I have devolved... Into a meat eater. And I'm now consuming the flesh of other creatures, gaining their power and using it for myself.
0: Okay, well, if you didn't say it so weird, I'd be all on board, bro. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but now my, I'm kind of backing anger away, and too. Guilt demands it. Yeah. Alright, well, I mean, I just became a non-meat eater because <laughs> eating the flesh of other living creatures is horrifying. You're not, you're eating the flesh of other
1: dead creatures. Oh, of dead That's I only consume their corpses. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay, so Stephen, like, as long as you're being healthy, as long as, like, your goal is health, then, like, I'm, I'm really happy for you, man. I, I wish you the best of luck in this. Are, are you being specific on which types of meat? Are you only eating, like, 90, 90% 95 95 5 percent ground beef or are you not eating certain types
3: <laughs> that's you gotta been how'd you know my, my secret special sauce 99.9 percent ground beef i i have i've turned into a pit bull oh, okay <laughs> okay no um but i'm yeah. not being super choosy about the kinds of meat i eat yet um yeah and i like right now i just want to get on a a standard trustworthy Easy to follow diet. Brian has been yeah. really good about developing that for himself recently. Um, mm-hmm. He is so much healthier than I am right now. Um, <laughs> so I'm just basically taking advice from him and yeah. mixing that with my own, um, I yeah. guess, what I've learned and my own habits. So yeah.
1: I think you're getting a good mix. I was basically like, okay, here's how many calories you need to eat. Mm-hmm. Here's the general breakdown you want between carbs, fats, and proteins. And basically just eat a variety of. Whole foods. Just don't be super cheesy in it. And nutrition least,
2: isn't as complicated as yeah, everyone tries to make it.
1: At least you can get a, a general you know, balance of nutrients in your system again. It was funny because I talked to both uh, Michael, our listener, who, who might be listening to this very episode a while back about this, and he's actually considering becoming a dietitian and, and works a lot in the nutrition stuff. And he's like, he, also he, was, really he was the good first food. one. Yeah. He mentioned he was a good cook and that you could attest to that, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh my
0: gosh. He makes great food. Sorry.
1: And, and, uh, he, uh, I remember he wrote in a while back and said he was concerned about Steven's diet affecting mm-hmm. his nutrients and had some ideas. And then I also talked to a nutritionist at the gym we're going to now and was telling her my diet plan. And at the end, I'm like, by the way, I have a brother who's eating, who has these symptoms and he's vegan. And she just started nodding. And was like, that happens to a ton of people who eat vegan diets. Um, so I don't know for sure if this will fix a lot of your problems, Steven. I am hopeful that this will at least help you become healthier. Mm-hmm. And then once you're to a healthy weight again and feeling healthy again, I don't think it's out of the question to create a more balanced vegan diet at some point and watch for these side effects again. Yeah. But I think it will be in a much better place to do it.
3: And um, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I feel like there might be a, like, this is completely, like, um, a hypothesis on my point. But I feel like a lot of people would look at me, find out I'm vegan, and be like, oh, man that guy is unhealthy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like um and although they'd be right, um they wouldn't have like the full story because I've always been extremely skinny. Like I used to eat yeah. mm-hmm. ice cream, cheeseburgers, um everything. I didn't care at all and was just wouldn't gain weight. <laughs> that's just how yeah, I work. That's so you combine that yeah. with I think the vegan diet and it's just impossible. Like I still yeah. hope to someday get back to a vegan diet. At the very least, I'd like to eat um, more responsibly raised and sustainable meat if I have to eat meat. Yeah. But right now, um, I just need to, need to eat. I, yeah, I just need to eat and eat a lot and get back on track. And once I am strong and healthy and hearty and doing little jigs and tapping my uh, feet together as I do the <laughs> jigs, it's part of the jig. It's kind of like, yep. you, like when you stand <laughs> up and you like, hit your feet like that. Um, yeah, I'm getting it. What was it. I talking about?
1: <laughs> All right, guys. So my my part of food time isn't quite as interesting. Can you hear me?
3: What? Why did my go out? Oh, well, I know you guys can Oh, yeah, he <laughs> did, did I jig too hard?
2: Are okay, you there? So, I
0: don't know
3: why that would have happened?
0: So um, wait, steven are you still unable to hear us? Because this is really funny. <laughs> if, if so, the other audio is working. <laughs> he can't hear us. All right, okay. Yeah, so Brian. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just talk was... over the top of him while he's oh doing it. <laughs> uh, well, that,
3: was... so, oh, so, yes. that was fun. Um,
0: wait, are you back, Steven?
3: Let's see. No. I,
0: I guess not. Okay, we'll wait for him to actually jump I know. in. I'll the call and get back. Um.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This is, this is wonderful. Okay. I'm Hello? Back. Yeah, you yeah. Can you hear us? I kind
1: of just want Steven <laughs> as a clueless commentator on every episode going on. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: got it confused in a room. Based solely on who's <laughs> talking and for how long.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, trying to guess what the conversation is. Anyway, Ben, you were saying a thing.
0: Uh, I don't remember the thing I was saying. Okay,
1: so my half of food time, or half, my quarter of food time <laughs> isn't quite as interesting. I'm, uh, I talked to that nutritionist and kind of, I've been straying away from, from focusing on my diet as much recently. And so I'm back to like. I'm like, maybe I don't have to be eating this many calories. And I talked to her and I'm like, yep, I have to be Uh, eating this many calories. if I want to keep gaining weight. So I need to eat like 3,300 calories a day um and she also added the nice little bonus where she's like also you should be eating six times a day you should be eating every three hours and i'm like you're the worst Um,
0: (laughs) oh my gosh that would kill me like seriously i i one of the days this week i literally ate one time because i was like okay i don't want to get up i don't want to eat right before i go to bed i'm just gonna eat huge amounts
1: of food right in the middle
0: of the day yes my
1: body does not tell me i need to eat like ever So now I literally, when I eat, I go to my phone and set a three hour timer and press start. And I'm like, when that timer (laughs) goes off, I need to eat again. Um, dude so, I can't
0: imagine thinking about food Six times a day that would drive me insane
1: Well two of the times are protein bars So that can be really quick okay. um, One of the times is a smoothie after I work out And then I do just need to consistently eat breakfast Lunch and dinner on top of that um, Which alone I know that's a lot to ask of a person
0: <laughs> But
1: yeah. yeah so that's been a, kind of annoying Getting back into but I'm I'm looking forward to it And I do feel like I do have quite a lot of energy So eating healthy. Well good
0: that. That, I mean that's that, that's a good start Yeah <laughs>
1: So that's that's I know been that, my yeah. Go ahead, man.
0: Sorry, I was. I know that being active and having consistent, be, being active, having consistent sleep and eating well are huge. Yeah. Uh, they're huge for not being depressed and for mm-hmm. keeping like a yes. strong mental health. Yes. Um. So like, I, if you're feeling more energetic, like awesome. Yeah. Good for you, man.
1: Yeah, my I've been super good about that over the last three or four months. Like almost every day is an on day for me. I'm very rarely feeling like um. Uh, I used to have a lot more lethargic Or down or depressed days before So that's been super good recently And I have been getting a lot of sleep Working out a lot and eating pretty well Man, I want to do that It has been helping a good deal
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, With my new 12 step program
0: You can
3: (laughs) And the 12 steps are beef Beef, beef, beef Beef, beef,
2: (laughs) beef Beef, beef, beef Beef, beef
3: Yeah,
0: ninety nine percent. Anyway, so Ben, what's up with you, foodily? Um, I don't know. So hold on. Can you can Abigail talk about food really fast, and I will try to actually come up with something interesting. Abigail, <laughs>
2: Abigail. tell us for
3: you to eat six times a day as much as you possibly can.
2: <clears throat> so I'm literally the opposite from Stephen and Brian in that one I am short and fat and not tall and skinny and two if I do not eat every couple of hours I physically shut down Brian (laughs) has seen this happen I'll (laughs) lay on the floor until he will pull me off the floor because I don't want to do anything
3: literally peel her arms off of the floor
2: (laughs) (laughs) scrape me off
3: I've
1: never seen someone with like such a direct correlation to the food they eat and the energy they get from it. Because after you eat, you have tons of energy. It's amazing. And then it just burns and you crash it. So.
0: I mean that but like that's true in all of the animal kingdoms. Small small mammals, like they have really fast
1: This is actually extremely true. Also my timer went off. We need to finish so I can eat.
2: Yep, we'll get there. But yeah, okay. anyways, so my quick condensed food time, it's not going to be surprising to anyone. Um, I, well, okay. <clears throat> Brian put me on a diet.
1: Yes. That's, that's the right. long and short of it. That's He's the long. Not eating yeah, that's grains, awesome. Not eating, <laughs> not eating grains, not eating added sugars.
2: Not yeah. eating deep fried foods. And not eating So here's what grains. happened. I'll give you the quick story that I have told everyone else. And Brian is increasingly frustrated that I keep painting it. this wrong! funny! So... Um, I had been talking to Brian, and I was like, "Yeah, when I when I go remote, which, by the way, guys, I'm remote. Yeah. Um, when Yay. I go remote, I'm gonna have a lot more time, and I'll have zero excuses. I need to fix my diet, and I need to fix my workout schedule because I don't exercise and I eat pizza and cookies and wine all the time, and I feel bad." <laughs> and so Brian's like, "I was like, Brian, do you think I should do some kind of like? Do you think I should cut out things like do Whole 30 again or something like that?" And he's like, "No, just eat the way you want to live, and it's fine." I was like, "Okay." So I did that. And so we were on a phone call and he's like, so because
1: I I was like, not just eat the way you want to live. And I'm like, in moderation, you don't have to stop eating bread entirely. You just need to not binge on it. So just like focus on not binging on things and just eat a little bit of those things and and focus most of your meals being, you know, good, healthy ones.
2: So I was eating salads every day and it was great. And so I'm on a call with Brian. He's like, so what'd you have for dinner? And I was like, well, I had a roll. And then uh, a couple hours later, I think I had a roll and I just finished a roll and I think I had a (laughs) roll earlier. (laughs) And he goes, okay, I think this is a little bit more serious than we thought. I'm like, you think so? You think
3: so? Abigail's on a roll. So,
2: um, (laughs) on that call, we dropped everything and Brian's like, okay, what are your comfort foods? And I was like, well, bread, wine, sugar, deep fried foods, pizza and he's like, you're not allowed to have any of it now (laughs) or juice or juice no juice like i'm naming it's like okay well if you couldn't have that food what would you eat and i'm like well i'd eat this he's like nope that's off the list now i'm like oh my god we stopped at
1: fruit you're allowed to have fruit (laughs) i'm
2: allowed to have fruit thank god but um so essentially he went through and created for me a whole 30 plan only it's a whole 90 plan because he he asked me to be on it for three months Mm -hmm. so that at the end of the three months i can decide whether having those foods in my life adds to my life Or detracts from my life. And so it's not like a weight loss thing. It's not like a whatever. Lose
1: 70 pounds. No, I I can't. It's Abigail. With
2: beef, beef, beef. (laughs) It's, It's an Abigail needs to feel better. Abigail feels bad. Foods make Abigail feel bad, but she is physically addicted to them and needs to stop eating them. So, anyways, so, that's Brent, what i you, like, and put I a, just... a league
3: plan together for Ben? Like, it seems like you might have a
2: calling <laughs> here.
0: Oh, no. No. Ooh. No. <laughs> don't do this to me. I don't even know how to re- Ben, have you heard of Soylent?
2: <laughs>
0: have you heard uh, of no, it? No, wait, wait. Steven, did you say a league yes. plan?
1: Oh, sorry. Ben, have you heard of Heroes?
0: <laughs> yeah, I have. It's a great alternative to League of Legends. When you have friends to play with yep. that don't abandon I'm... you. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, I came up with an interesting story that's kind of related to food time, but also kind of not. Go. Okay, so I don't ever hardly shop on my own um, for for food. Like, going grocery shopping is something I'm very bad at. I believe it's a skill that I have not acquired yet. Um, Because, like, I spend a lot of time going back and forth throughout, like, like, walking to one side, walking to the other. Yeah, I still do that. I'm really bad at grocery shopping, uh-huh. which also, by the way, I've had this weird. I had to write the word "groceries" a lot, and it's a weird Grocer- word. a um, strange. It's kind of weird. But anyway, back to the story. I went grocery shopping for the first time on my own in a very long time, uh, like two days ago, and I came out yeah. of it feeling like, hey, like this is this was kind of fun. Like I got to buy some foods that I like. Like I bought some hummus and pita chips, and then I also like bought some stuff that like I know I I knew I could make, and like I've been. I've kind of just accepted the fact that I have to cook, even though I hate it. Um, And Danny has kind of been asking me to make every meal, um, especially because, like, for the last two weeks, she's been Mm -hmm. in van camp, so she's been gone. And so, Mm -hmm. like, in order to feed myself and in order to, you know, take care of her, I've had to cook a lot. And so I've just been like, okay, whenever it's time to cook, instead of complaining about it or whining about it, I'm just going to do it. But the thing that is not totally related to cooking and eating food that I found that was really sad, I I discovered, like... If I had gotten to this point in my life and had been single, I found like one of the couple things that really would have triggered me and made me want to get into a relationship. What's that? Carrying in groceries alone is one of oh the most depressing gosh. things in the world. Like, I did it one time this week, I've never done it before. It is horrible. I,
3: Why? I don't get it, dude. I do that constantly.
0: Okay. Have you ever like? I, I guess like I grew up as part of a family, and so whenever uh-huh. mom would come home with groceries, it was always all right. Everybody, everybody, out to the car. Get to, like carry stuff in. And I've like I don't know if I've ever carried in like a like bags and bags of groceries by myself. And it was just really depressing. Mm. It was like this uh-huh. is this is a this is a family slash multi person affair because every time we go shopping, Danny and I go together. And yeah. so, like, I have—I don't think i i don't know if I've ever carried them in alone. And it was just really sad I and so depressing. Like, oh. That so,
2: Ben, better. I totally feel you for multiple okay. reasons because that was the thing—the way my family did it too. Like, my mom wanted everyone to help yep. out, so we'd all go and so, like, it was my thing. Like, once the kids got older and she stopped asking us, I'd still go out and help her get the groceries because mom's home. We need to get the groceries. Um, but then I lived alone. But not only did I live alone, but I was shopping for weeks at a time at once, and I lived on the second story. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm I'm like, okay, I can either kill my hands and arms by getting this all in one trip, or I can go up and down the stairs multiple times
0: yep this is terrible i I need a husband
2: (laughs) yeah i I didn't even have i didn't
0: even have stairs to deal with but just like the process of having to go back out like in and out and then having to put all the them away like this is a this is a multi-person job like this is not meant to be done by one person anyway that was the realization i had yeah
1: that's i get that um i'm real used to it and i've gotten very good at carrying a very large number of grocery bags all at once um well,
0: like do you ever come home to do, are you ever bringing those groceries to an empty house yeah um uh, sometimes i okay. that one not as commonly i, I mean because I, I think that was also like i think that added to it is because i was yeah. coming home to a totally mm. empty house i get that
3: when once the activity yeah was i a, mean it is a pain a it is also effort an... and full of laughter yeah. and childhood memories and now it's just yeah. Well,
2: it's kind of like the idea of if you had family dinners all the time, and now you're eating alone. Yeah. It's like it's yes. one of those things
3: that that distributes very
1: well between multiple people very naturally. Mm-hmm. Now doing it yourself, it suddenly feels like a very long process. Um, already, the couple thing I would miss is have someone cleaning up the kitchen as I cook. Though <laughs> that is amazing, <laughs> and I that never had sense. that, and it would be very annoying to go back to not having that again. <laughs> That is delightful.
0: Anyway, sorry, not to not to go too far into the science of being single, but the Eddie, that was a that was <laughs> the, the science <laughs> of being single. Is in my memoir. You, oh, I'm so
2: excited! <laughs> oh, do you guys want me to start doing that? I could totally that start doing great. that. Especially because Ben's pretty much like never been single. That's I never true.
0: imagined you ever single. You, I, I'm. A, I that's basically true. Like I've not. <laughs> no, like seriously, from the time I started dating in fifth grade, like I've fifth grade. Been, what the crap? Yeah. Like I've been I've probably been single like a total of six months from fifth grade until now.
1: I remember you described yourself to me early on, Ben, as a serial monogamist. And I thought it's yeah, that exactly the it is. best term for you I'd ever heard. But it's just like you have to be in a committed one one on one relationship at all times. Yep. It's, and this,
2: uh, yeah, this explains my time why carrying relationship... in the groceries is such Sorry, a big deal. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying this explains why carrying in the groceries is such a big deal for you and me and not yeah. so much for Brian and <laughs> Steven.
0: Yep. Oh, but yeah, no. Oh, I, yeah. I the, the the science of being single. I'll uh, I'll bring that as a. Uh, as I like a it. Actually. This is a
1: great new segment. All right. Well, I'm gonna end things because I need to eat. We also need to meet some friends. So we're gonna go ahead and sign off here, Steven, uh, I want you to share a funny poem to to finish okay, this episode off. Does
3: that mean is that gonna be our sponsor? Oh
1: yes, our our sponsor
3: is going to come in the form of a funny poem. And our sponsor this week Beef. is.
2: Meat. Oh, beef, yeah. Yeah, beef.
3: Ninety-nine, nine-nine-nine percent beef? Okay, am I doing the poem? Okay. You are doing the poem. Um, An ode to beef. An ode to beef. When once in my life, there was only the leaf, I have now turned from veganism and have to eat beef. Beef.
1: Beef. 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 Beef.
3: Beef. 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 There's something in life you simply can't beat. It's the protein and nutrients you get from sweet meat. Beef. 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 Beef.
1: Beef. 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 Beef.
3: Beef. 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 Beef.
1: Beef. 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 Beef.
3: Beef. 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 Beef all
1: those cows! Chick-fil-A would not approve of this.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: we gotta counter-market somehow.
3: All right. How the noble, how the mighty have fallen. Yep. All right. Thank you,
1: Stephen. Thank you for our sponsor this week. Thank you, you're Beef, you're for being welcome. so kind and uh, turning over a new leaf. Where is it? The leaf? The beef! Okay, we're going to end Bye. this now. <laughs> thank you, Ben. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, Abigail.
3: My pleasure.
1: Thank you, Steven. Mm, yes. And thank you, me, for this wonderful episode of the Whales or Whales podcast. We promise it will be funnier next week when we're not half underwater yes that is true <laughs> also if
3: you're still worrying about people in houston and you want to help you can still donate there, there are, are lots of places, places to donate um
1: to the, donate. the mayor set up a hurricane harvey relief fund that you can check out there are also lots of like local places we can throw some of the show notes maybe
3: um yeah give people some places yes, to go do that. and that means we won't so you're gonna have to look for them on your own <laughs> good <laughs> luck they're, they're out there they, Just they don't absolutely forget. Are. like it's very easy to do and it's instead of just like being worried or being sad just do that yeah, and then just you will quick. have made it and better don't worry or be sad <laughs> be like uh, hey yeah. i did what i can make the world better in your little corner so then when something terrible happens um not to scare you but exactly <laughs> your neighbors then you can be a positive uh ray of light. for it sure sound like a threat exactly because we're coming for you send us money or bad things are gonna happen <laughs> is what i'm saying all right slash
1: whales or wheels have a beef everyone